This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Late Boomers, our podcast guide to creating your third act with style, power, and impact. Hi, I'm Kathy Worthington. And I'm Mary Elkins. Join us as we bring you conversations with successful entrepreneurs, entertainers, and people with vision who are making a difference in the world. Everyone has a story, and we'll take you along for the ride on each interview, recounting the journey our guests have taken to get where they are, inspiring you to create your own path to success. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Kathy Worthington. And I'm Mary Elkins. Today on Late Boomers, we'll talk about the fabulous guests we've had on our podcast episode so far. But first, I'd like to say how thankful I am that Kathy invited me to share these moments and for the wisdom I've gained from our guests whose lights have shined in our podcasts. They've opened up new worlds for me, and I'm so grateful to them and to our listeners. They are a fantastic bunch of people, these interviewees, and we want to v- revisit some of our takeaways from our interviews with them. First, let's talk about what's inspiring us right now when we get to feeling down, which is so easy to do now, don't you think? Yeah. I just ordered Hoda Kotb's new book of quotes and inspiring stories called This Just Speaks to Me. And I am using that to have a little lift. I got you a copy, Mary, and I apologize that I haven't given it to you yet. Oh, it's okay. There's a pandemic. I don't think we're going out. I know. Seems to be. Also, I've been wearing my gold vote necklace with the little V-O-T-E letters on it, designed by Chari. And every time I look in the mirror, I get a little lift, although I'm not usually doing my hair and makeup, which can be a disaster looking in the mirror, as everyone knows. Oh, Kathy, you're beautiful with or without makeup. Oh. And I'm, well, yeah. And I'm learning to appreciate <laughs> my look without makeup because most of the time I'm wearing a mask in public anyway. I know. And the only thing I guess you can do with a mask is put like heavy false eyelashes on, which I'm not ever going to bother with. (laughs) Also, I broke my wrist in the middle of August and I'm just now able to ride my horse a little bit, which will gradually make me feel better. I had to abstain from that for two and a half months and I really missed my quota of sunshine and horse hugs. But my daughter has been riding the horse and taking lessons. So he is staying busy. It was awful that you broke your wrist, but horse hugs and sunshine and daughter hugs, and in my case, dog walks and dog hugs are the best. But getting back to our guests, we want to take the time to review our takeaways from our interviews with them. All of them are successful, and though they've come from diverse fields, they have a lot in common, like they're passionate about what they do. They're generous, and they deeply care about giving back and helping people who are less fortunate. And they're brave and not afraid to take risks. They're resilient, and if they fall on their faces, they dust off and get up again. And they're creative, and they can recognize opportunities and the importance of networking and being open to learning new things. And they have the ability to adapt and stay relevant, and they all persevere. They are 
interesting and complex bunch. Our first guest interview that we did was Kate Linder, and she is so wonderful because she has played the same role for 39, 39 years yeah. on young, young and the Restless. And it's so inspiring how she has committed to ALS, finding a cure for that. And she's been so involved for so long. And I love that she kept her United Airlines flight attendant job while she's been on the show. What fun stories she told about her escapades on the flights. And I worked with her on a Super Bowl commercial, and I so enjoyed how very down-to-earth she always was. Yeah, and I admire her generosity and her devotion to her charitable causes. And that she did, like you say, kept her job on as a flight attendant while doing the show. And how brave she was to get into a race car and drive at ungodly speeds in the Long Beach Grand Prix for charity. I know. Well, luckily, she had a little teeny bit of training for that. But... <laughs> And our guest after that was really exciting to me because I met her because she was a neighbor of mine and her name is Maria Contreras Sweet. And she, she just blows me away. Her drive blows me away. She was raised by an immigrant mom from Mexico who had to struggle to raise all her children. And then she was tapped by the governor of California to head the transportation department and run all those different disparate groups of people like the highway patrol and to found a bank because she saw the lack of support for Latino small businesses. And then to be so committed to making it, making it work that she had to turn down the first offer from president Obama to be in his cabinet, but fortunately was able to do the second term in his cabinet for his small business entrepreneurs. She has more stories about traveling the world to meet with business entrepreneurs in other countries too, and those we really didn't even get to. That's true. But what really inspires me is her story, coming to the US as an immigrant from Mexico without knowing a word of English, and then rising to be President, Obama, President Obama's cabinet member as head of the Small Business Administration. And also how she said that honing your talent makes you ready for whatever opportunity arises and how she was able to be there for her children, even if she had to say the evening prayers with them by phone from Washington. And yeah. also what she said about never taking things for granted, how we have to fight for what we believe in and how she champions women, people of color and those who are less fortunate. Yeah, for sure. She just is completely overwhelmingly amazing that yeah. I can't think of enough adjectives for her so that sounds ridiculous but yeah. I'm doing my best I feel um, the same and the guest after that we did was Ken Cragen and I'm married to Ken Cragen for about four decades now and um, he was mostly known as a personal manager and film producer television producer he produced Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour way back when I was a kid in school and I loved that and went on to do all the Kenny Rogers movies and and people knew him because he married he managed Kenny Rogers, Lionel Richie, Olivia Newton-John, all these huge stars, the Bee Gees, uh, Trisha Yearwood and he had so much to do with building all those careers and people know him also as the creator of We Are the World and hands across America. So what were your takeaways from my husband? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know him really well too, but 
Um, I really loved what he said. What he said about not letting your life service your career to let your career service your life. And I think he's done that beautifully about how honesty all the time will lead to success because people trust you when you're honest and they want to work with you. And also what he said about getting people's attention by going for the impossible because people won't pay attention to what is already possible and to create the unique and unexpected. And of course, like you said, the amazing philanthropic work he's done. Yes. And a lot of people know about We Are the World, which was when they founded USA for Africa after that beautiful anthem of coming together that Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie wrote and Quincy Jones produced and Ken Harry Belafonte uh, helped create it. And they went in together and brought all these artists in the same room together and all of the proceeds went to USA for Africa and everything got donated at the time, which was which is pretty unheard of now, but it was a unique event at that point based, well, second second unique. It was only based on the Band-Aid original Do They Know It's Christmas that the group of British entertainers did, which inspired Ken Cragen and Harry Belafonte and Quincy Jones, Lionel Richie and Michael, Michael Jackson to put that together and make it a new special thing for America. And following that, the year following that, we were all in line for Hands Across America. And and if our listeners don't know what Hands Across America is, which is kind of possible because it happened in 1986, check it out because you can look it up. It's all over Google and everything. It was an amazing event. I think six and a half million people holding hands from New York to California and numerous other sidelines. Mary, tell about where you were during Hands oh, Across yeah. America. Yeah, I was in Hawaii in um in Oahu or no, it was it was in Maui and I, I was I got people at the hotel to stand there and hold hands at the same time only it's 3 hours earlier there. Or, yeah, well, yeah, 3 I, I, hours earlier. So I assume you adjusted for the time. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. And then after we did Ken Cragen, we did an old friend of mine Denise Afshin. And Denise, I met when I was on the people assisting the homeless board in the early 80s. We were in on founding that. And she has been so solid about sticking to fundraising and making things happen for all her causes. And I so admire that quality in her because I find that to be one of my weak spots, not being consistent enough with charity work. And she has driven her current foundation, erascience.org which is environmental research advocates, has brought science to so many underserved students in schools with less resources. She has opened the eyes of so many children to the careers that they can have in the scientific field. She always has such a strong advocacy for youth who are usually her main focus. Yeah, that's so true. Her, um, her passion and boldness stand out most to me to bring industries and education together to raise money to improve education for young people everywhere and her courage to just go for it. And what she said still resonates in my mind. And what she said is this, go for the dream you have in your heart and your mind. And just when that voice inside says, oh, I can't, I can't do it, 
that's when you should go for it. It may work and it may not work, but it can turn into something magical and you have to take that leap of faith. I just love that. It's so beautiful. I mean, it makes me tear up a little bit because she really did boldly go out and create this foundation. You know, yeah. she heard about something in Canada and just said, well, I'm going to fly there and see what you're doing and just showed up and they treated her like royalty and taught her how to replicate the program. That's a really good story for all of And it everybody. turned into something magical. Yeah, and very educational, powerful, etc. And then the guest we had after that was really a lot of fun, Chad Muska. Wow, I definitely overuse that word wow, but skateboarding icon Chad Muska is such a strong and delightful personality. He's so deserving of his huge fame and stature in the skateboarding profession. That was our most listened to episode, Mary, so far because his fans are so supportive of him. He told them to listen and they did. He put it on his Instagram and they all interacted with it. They all downloaded our episode and they love him. Oh, and what a great episode it was. But you know, it's his passion for everything that blows me away still. That he loves skateboarding so much that nothing else mattered and that he was able to turn his passion into a business. And he said that the life lesson he learned from skateboarding was failure, that you can literally fall on your face hundreds of times before you land that one trick, and then you land it again until you can do it every time, and then you just push yourself a little bit further. And then he said, you're going to fall on your face and be embarrassed in front of the world hundreds of times, and that's the difference between success and not success. And of course, he's applied that to his business success also. Absolutely. Some of his ventures he talked about didn't go well, and he just goes right ahead and does another new thing every time. Absolutely. So beautiful. And then the person we talked to was Seku Andrews. And people, if you don't know his name, you owe it to yourself to listen to this episode. He's a champion slam poet. He's a lecturer to corporate crowds using his poetic voice. And I first saw Seku when he was performing a two-person show. And he was in a tiny theater in Hollywood. And the two of them were an absolute sensation. And since then, I have seen him wow audiences with his poetic voice pieces, which are the most beautiful use of language. And they illustrate the strong power of words. He has spoken at so many conferences and the way he imparts the message of the companies to their sales forces and employees or to small business entrepreneurs is so special and so completely unique that they just don't know what hit them. He's a force <laughs> of nature, right, Mary? A total force of nature. nature. Just so inspiring. Um, whether he's on YouTube or speaking to us in our podcast or on doing a TED Talk. He's amazing. And like Maria, Seiko said, you need to hone your craft so when you make it, you can stand on your talent and be conscious that someone is going to be inspired to do something when you inspire them. And he said, no matter what business you're in, you're also in the inspiration business. 
And then he talked about resilience, which is so important, especially in these days during the pandemic. And he said, you have to be intentional about the things you know that make you strong, the things that can help you adapt and reassemble yourself each time you break. And then he said, stay inspired and be mighty in all that you do. He is such an inspiration to me. I just love him to death. But then after Seku, our next episode was interviewing Tom Chapin, who is a delightful, creative musician who writes and sings and performs and has always done that. And he's the brother of Harry Chapin, who we lost in 1981, unfortunately. But he's, Tom is a delightful man, and he had his guitar handy when we were interviewing him and played it freely. But he so loved his brother, Harry Chapin, and now he's been without, without him longer than he was with him. And I don't know how that's possible because my husband, Ken, used to manage Harry. And so he was our client when Harry got killed in 1981 in a traffic accident. Harry did so much good in his lifetime and would have done so much more if he had lived. But thank goodness so many people picked up on the programs he started and made sure they continued, especially Why Hunger? I love the documentary we discussed all about Harry, which is called When in Doubt, Do Something. Everyone should watch it. It's available to watch now. And I love also talking about Tom Chapin now, Mornings with Papa Tom on Facebook. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday mornings. Mary, you've enjoyed those too, huh? Oh, they're just great. I was really impressed with with the mornings with Papa Tom. And I'm also impressed with how much he cares about people and his devotion to helping others and how devoted he is to his family and how he brought me to tears when he sang his brother Harry's song, Circle. I always cry when I hear that song. And also- how he's using his talent during the pandemic, writing and performing his music on Facebook, um, not only to engage his whole family, but to engage other parents and grandparents and children in an activity that brings everyone closer together. And he says they're all over the world. He's got listeners in Dublin, London, of course, California, and he's on the East Coast. That was really a fun show. And... Then the guest after that was Freddie Ravel, who's keyboardist and musician extraordinaire and has conducted uh, music director for Earth, Wind and Fire and Al Jarreau and numerous others. I've been to see Freddie every time he has played the Vibrato Jazz Grill in LA for many years. And it is always one of the greatest musical shows you can experience. I hope that when in-person shows can resume, that this beautiful venue can reopen. It is full of original paintings by Herb Alpert, who owns the club and sometimes performs there also. And the food is always so elegant and delicious. Totally, Yeah, totally delicious. You and and I have gone there together before. We have, and, and you brought me to see Freddie and he was fantastic. He just inspired the whole audience. And what he said on our podcast really resonates with me. And he said that music is universal throughout the world, which of course we know it is. But then he added something to that. And he said, there's three premises to music, melody, harmony, and rhythm. Melody is the leadership position in music. The person who sings the melody is always the leader. Um, And he said, harmony 
is two or more notes, which is the function of collaborators, the team, the village, or the community. And rhythm is the function of timing. And he said, every aspect of life has to have someone who's the melody, the leader, the harmony, the team who supports you, and the rhythm, the time it takes to get from point A to point B. <laughs> These are the, the building blocks that allowed him to take the philosophy of music to corporate and everyday life. For sure. I love Freddie. And check him out. And we should let our listeners know that in the next couple of weeks, you'll hear from filmmakers Zach Marion and Emma Cregan on their new documentary called Where She Lies. And, and we will also have an interview with the young novelist, Sarah Faring, who will talk to us about her second novel, White Fox. We'd like to leave you today with a couple of our favorite quotes. Mine is from General George S. Patton, and I found it in Hoda Kotb's new book. Courage is fear holding on a moment longer. Oh, I love that. Love that. Powerful. And, yeah, powerful. And one of my favorite quotes is all about passion from Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. If you want to build a ship, don't drum up people to collect wood and don't assign them tasks and work, but rather teach them to long for the endless immensity of the sea. Beautiful. And I'm sure we can apply that to a lot of different kinds of things that we're all working on. Beautiful, Mary. And thanks to our listeners for listening today. And let me just leave you with this. You're a diamond, dear. They can't break you. Sparkle today. Thank you for joining us on Late Boomers, the podcast that is your guide to creating a third act with style, power, and impact. Please visit our website and get in touch with us at lateboomers.biz. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes of Late Boomers, go to ewnpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. We hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here and that you enjoy a successful third act with your own style, power, and impact. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business 
Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help one million fulfilled women each achieve one million dollars in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.